And now, once again, the wreck for the podcast studios in Algiers, Louisiana. We introduce you back again to Tom Douglas and Just Saying. Well, hello, my dozen of few followers. Sorry, I've been out the mist uh, with the podcast, maybe. Uh, I don't really started this. I had some ideas I wanted to come across, y'all, and put them out there. And as the issues or whatnot come upon me, I will do a podcast. I can't say it's going to be every time period of three weeks, four weeks, one month, two months, whatever. Um, I, I got a couple of them I'm working on now. Some of them interesting. Some of them just flat out, hopefully, entertaining. But lately, the problem has been uh, pretty obvious. has been this gun violence issue we have in America today. Every time you turn on the news, it seems somebody's shooting somebody up. You know, they got the guns out there and they just killing people. I don't know why everybody's so angry. I mean, why are we so angry that we got to shoot somebody? You know, or why are we so angry we got to get ugly with that other person and just be mean? Uh, you know, the last five to ten years has been it's been extraordinary. And, um, you know, part of the blame is ourselves, but part of the blame is social media is giving everybody a platform. And if you don't like what I say, then I don't like you. And it's just too much. But anyway, let's get back to gun violence. Gun violence is a serious problem in, in, in America. America is one of the worst. The United States is one of the worst areas uh, for economic developed countries. One of the worst countries in the world for gun violence. It happens every state, every big city especially has problems. Um, like you put the news on and it happens all over the country. Here in Louisiana, I'm from New Orleans, I, uh, as you all well know. From here in Louisiana, I'm going to use Louisiana as a, an example. Tell you how bad it's gotten and how it is. Some statistics, some solutions maybe. But the state of Louisiana, from 2008 to 2017, this is all Center for American Progress is where I found some of these statistics. Louisiana had the second highest rate of gun deaths of any state. 19.44 deaths per 100,000 people. That is 79% higher than the national average. 79% higher than the national average, Louisiana. I think the highest, believe it or not, was Alaska. They found that uh, the poverty rate has something to do with it. Out of the eight, out of the ten states with the most gun violence, the poverty rate was above the national average of 16%. So Mississippi, New Mexico, Louisiana, Arkansas are the states with the four highest poverty rates. And there's Louisiana sitting second in the rate of, of gun deaths. Now, gun murders, there's nine, almost 10 homicides per 100,000 people 
in Louisiana, which is 16% higher than the national average. That's a yearly, yearly base. I mean, I think that's 2008, 2017. There was 10 homicides per 100,000 people. 80% of gun homicide victims are black. There's only 33% of black making up the population in Louisiana. But 80% of the homicide victims due to guns are African-Americans. 48% of female murders are initiated by an intimate partner. So 48% of female murders are by gun, so an intimate partner. So domestic violence is also an issue. Now, you know, maybe after the first call of the domestic violence report, search the house to get guns to get it out of there. And then they got to go to counseling before they can get their gun back. If it's legal. There are nine deaths per 100,000 people under the age of 21. Which is second in the nation. Shootings are the leading cause of deaths for young people under 21 in the state of Louisiana. Leading cause of death is by gunshot. For young people under 21. So I, I guess this is not all shocking. Maybe it is shocking that whether you're second or fiftieth in in the nation in gun deaths. Gun deaths is gun deaths, and none of it's good. You know, um, constitutional right to bear arms. You know, we can't change that. That that was put in so that we, in case the government became a tyranny and tried to force themselves us on us way back then when the Constitution was written, we had the means to overtake the government and keep them from doing that. And if you look around the world, that's exactly what happened. Some of these countries are population or not gun crazy, and they're being persecuted by uh, the military or the, or the police forces. You know, some of these demonstrations or whatnot, protests, are being put down with force. They're not shooting back because they don't have the guns. So, I mean, that's a give and take. I don't really think we need assault rifles to protect ourselves. I think, I think nowadays the right to bear arms should mean the right to protect yourself and your property. All right? You know, you should have a right to carry a gun or to have a gun in your house you know, to protect yourself and your family. You know, do you need an assault rifle to do that? I haven't seen in a while or ever a news report or a news article saying, oh, 10 people busted the so-and-so's home, but he had an assault rifle and he killed them all. So we're all good. Now, assault weapons, I know, I know plenty of people own them and they just won't have the right to own them and say they own it, you know. But uh, it, it just gets in the wrong hands and it becomes a deadly assault weapon. In the wrong hands, between 2012 and 2017, that's five years, 50,829 firearms were stolen from individuals or dealers. 
That's little over 10,000 a year. Legal firearms were apprehended by criminals. Now these criminals aren't stealing these guns because they're gun collectors. They're stealing these guns because they want to commit a crime or to harm someone. What can you do to stop that? I mean, how can you stop stupidity? I mean, how many times you hear, oh, the car was broken into and they stole my gun? You know, your gun should be locked away in a safe or close by you in your home. I don't, I don't believe in, I don't own a gun. I, you know, I don't knock anybody who does, but personally, I don't own a gun because personally, I don't know if I could pull the trigger to shoot, kill somebody. You know, maybe push comes to sub, I could. It's meant protecting me, a member of my family, or someone else whose life was threatened. Maybe I could, but I just never made that commitment. So, what do we do? What do we do? A couple of ideas. Maybe we should put parents responsible for their kids. Gangs are main problem with guns. If your child is caught with a gun, you and the child must do community work or be fined. I don't believe in incarceration because then you take the support system out of play and it, it would get worse. Didn't they come up with some technology where you can't use the gun unless you had the right fingerprint on it? Well, the, the gun was technology where the gun recognized the owner's fingerprint and that's the only time it could be used. I wonder what happened to that. Uh, that must be expensive and it's being blocked by maybe the, the uh, NRA. Um, again, to this later, but neighborhoods, uh, churches basically should, ad should adopt the neighborhood and the kids in it. We got to stop the kids from killing each other. They use community programs to keep them at home, maybe through sports, after school programs, job training. Even set up a video game center in, in your church. That way you know where they are and you can use that to entice them there and then teach them some uh, qualities. Also tools to get out in the public. In the research, I have come across some, some cities. Boston, for one, has started a program to, to curtail gun violence. It's called uh, Operation Ceasefire. Okay, it's a two-prong operation. One, one prong is called, they call lever pulling. With this is a strict, uh, strict penalties for gang members if they have a gun on them. All right? You know, uh, the police are able, they're given the right, police are able to place strong and targeted enforcement presence on gang members to discourage gun carrying. They may threaten deportation, uh, harsher laws for a parolee to carry a gun. Um, you know, and this, the police and the justice system needs enhanced power to make it tougher or worse for a criminal or a person, gang member, to carry or be caught with this gun. You know, uh, they started a program called Youth Violence Strike Force, and that part of the program was the lever pulling. You know, the other part of the program uh, they, they call it sticks and carrots. The carrots was uh, 
the, the sticks with well, just command. The carrot will be. They also need not only the police, but this program get the community involved. Uh, offer free access to services such as job placement and counseling. You know, this has got to be a commitment by the local community with the guidance and help of the uh, public. I mean, of the uh, of the government, the local government. Help guide the churches. I mean, there's, there's churches in every other neighborhood. I mean, you go two blocks, next block you got another church. There might be a small church. But if in these neighborhoods, if you get these churches together and get them to commit to help put programs in their buildings to support our youth in job training, job placement, or even how to handle uh, confrontations, you know, this will all. This is all being done in Boston. Boston. After one year, listen to this. After one year of putting this operation ceasefire in use, it reduced firearm violence by sixty-eight percent. It reduced firearm violence by sixty-eight percent in the city of Boston in one year. Using this this program. They also have a program in, in uh, North Carolina called Project Safe Neighborhood. Okay? Here, they targeted open markets, uh, drug dealers. When I say open markets, I mean the drug dealers, uh, known corners or areas of, of the neighborhood or the streets where they openly sell drugs, which entice drug use, criminals carrying guns there, drug dealers carrying guns. And you get your drive-bys, you get your shootings, you get your turf wars. So the tactic they use, instead of getting the perception that they're cracking down on this neighborhood, they would get the community involved. The police would hold community meetings and solicit comments and support from the community before they took action. So they would be told where the problem was. And they would tell the people how, to, how they were going to handle it. You know, this avoids perception of a police crackdown and helps the community be engaged. And one interesting note I, uh, I saw in here was they would use offenders or victims' past families, you know, to secure the support of the program in the community. So if you lost a loved one due to gun violence and you keep saying this has got to stop, get it to stop, they throw this program out there and say, look, you help us. We're going to help you get this started in your community and you help other people from losing their loved ones through this program. So these, these are the programs that seem, uh, ran across, that seem to work, and, and I just don't know where else. I mean, my beloved city, New Orleans, has got to try something. I'm going to try and uh, see what I can research and find out myself, tell you the truth. I hate to talk about it and not do it, so everybody's got to get community involved. You know, I mean, they're not shooting up my street. But, you know, I don't live at home. I live in the city of New Orleans, you know. So the city's my home, and maybe I can go out there and do something, get community involved, and see if these programs are being enacted or what's being enacted. We hear nothing from City Hall. As of right now, just people may complain about. But the gun violence... You know, is there too many guns on the street? Yeah. How you gonna stop that? We can't. 
They got a constitutional right to carry, carry and bear arms. Bottom line. No use trying to take it away unless you want to amend the Constitution. And I don't see that happening. So we've got to teach ourselves and teach others how they exist together. So uh, I hope this helped y'all, my dozen of you followers. I want to thank y'all for being patient with this. Hope this stirs your interest in gun violence in your area. And if you hear something you can do, maybe you can step up and be the force that helps stop this. So till next time, Tom Douglas, and I'm just saying, let's do something. Bye.